Hi friends, I am back. I'm here. I am here. Yep. <laughs> I am recording from my bed today, so I hope this sounds alright. I'm not using a regular mic, just using the mic in um, my laptop. So uh, we're winging it, but I'm hopeful that it will be good. Um, I also have the windows open, so if you hear birds or random outside noises, do not be alarmed. I will do my best to um, get rid of them if I can. But anyway, I wanted to hop on here and check in with you guys. Uh, the last episode, I was talking about taking up space, and this one is kind of going to be a little... Uh, venting sesh maybe, a little uh, insight into my professional life um, and some things that I want to uh, share with you guys for your professional lives or, um, you know, just life in general. So here we are. Uh, first, a little check-in. I have been okay. Um, honestly, I've been really good for the most part. I've been consistent with the gym and um that's really helpful for me and my sanity um and I've been you know trying to be productive and all that good stuff so things have been pretty good um I wanted to talk to you guys today about um how you can love your job but also need a break and that isn't something that should be frowned upon. Um, it really is something that I think is necessary for work-life balance and um, just making sure that you are living your life and not um, just so invested in work that you don't have anything outside of that. So, oh man, I am a... I guess for people who don't know, um, did I even introduce myself? Probably not. This is Sydney with these four walls. <laughs> um, and I am a mental health counselor, therapist, psychotherapist, whatever you want to call it. Um, I also work in um, substance abuse treatment program within um, the Department of the Department of Corrections um, in my county. So I love my job. 100%. Um, I got my degree in forensic psychology, so working with the clients that I work with in this population just makes sense for me. Uh, it's very rewarding. I love it. Um, and I think it's also relevant to say that it is okay to need a break. Um, today I'm actually recording midday uh, because I am taking a mental health day. Um, some things transpired at work, which I'm not um, going to really talk about here, um, but some things transpired at work this week, and I needed a break to breathe and uh, get my head right so I can be an effective counselor. So yesterday, actually, this came up in, you know, early on in the day with uh, my coworkers and um, she was saying, like, man, I just didn't want to come here today, and, you know, I feel bad saying that, but I just didn't want to, and I think that everybody who loves their job or is in a helping profession has probably felt this way because we are meant to help people and, you know, heal them and guide them and walk with them on their journeys, and we love it, um, 
but sometimes we need a break and we can harbor some guilt for feeling that way. Um, and I think there's this really like big misconception that if you love your job, you have to like want to be there all of the time. And that's just not true. Um, I think part of loving your job is also being able to live your life outside of that and have that balance and not be stressed out about work uh, when you're not at work or when you are. Um, and you know, just be able to focus on other things. So I think that taking a break is, is absolutely necessary. Um, understanding that you're not going to have it every single day and you're not going to want to show up to your job all of the time. Um, and that is fine, uh, specifically for helping professionals. Um, so, you know, people in the medical field, uh, people within mental health, all of that stuff. Um, it's really, oh man, it's really rewarding work. Uh, I wouldn't want to be doing anything else, uh, besides maybe like teaching eventually, um, within the field. And that's, <laughs> I mean, still, I would consider it a helping profession because you're molding minds. Um, but it's really rewarding work. And with that, it is also very exhausting. And some days are really hard. Some days are just really, really, really hard. Um, we are there for potentially the best and worst moments of our clients' lives. We are walking with them on their journeys. They are sharing with us all of the accomplishments and all of the uh, perceived failures and... It's really, um, I don't know, it can be really consuming um, and we have to carry that and manage that uh, even when we are no longer with those people. I think that um, I can speak for most counselors. We still wonder how our old clients are. We still... Um, if we can check up on them in some way, um, and we want to see them doing great and, um, carrying all of that with you can be really heavy. And I would suggest that every helping professional be in some sort of therapy because, you know, we have our own stuff on top of stuff that we deal with, with work and without that help, sometimes it can, lead to burnout, um, compassion fatigue, empathy fatigue, um, all of those different things. So in previous episodes, um, when Taylor was still on, we did talk about uh, compassion fatigue and burnout, um, but there is also something called empathy fatigue, and that's really um, kind of in counseling what we call countertransference. Um, when we begin to experience a lot of strong emotional reactions or become triggered by the emotion emotions or experiences of our clients and that's something that I think is very real that we don't always talk about we always preach self-care and we always say you know treat yourself and whatever else like take time off but I don't think we really sit down to talk about the impact of these things and 
uh, we need to because they can be really insidious. Um, it can really sneak up on you. Um, and it can be happening kind of little by little. And if you're not aware, you won't notice it. And then all of a sudden something um, kind of triggers you and it's a snowball effect of emotions and all of that fun stuff. So talking about these things, like I said, is just something that I think we should really learn to do. Uh, we should be really transparent and honest and we shouldn't try to pretend that just because we are professionals that we have it all together because that is absolutely not the case. I was actually uh, doing an assessment with a client the other day and he had to fill out, um, it was kind of a, what was it? I think it was a, a symptom screening form and some of the questions on there are hard to like answer yes to because uh, really puts a lot of things into perspective and I asked him if there was anything that he marked kind of uh, something that he feels all the time or nearly every day. Um, if he wanted to talk more about any of those things and he said no you know I think it's pretty straightforward we already talked about it it's just really hard to say yes to some of those things and I tried to tell him that we all you know if we all sat down and took this we would be marking a lot of these things off if we were honest with ourselves and um, just because he's saying he feels these negative things a lot or nearly every day doesn't mean that he is some sort of broken or whatever that is because we all have stuff and we all need to find ways to take care of our own stuff and it can be I guess kind of difficult to be honest with ourselves about that so that's why I wanted to you know come on here and chat with you guys about that um but moving on I said this was going to be a little bit of event session and I'm going to get there but first, um, while we're talking about, you know, reaching out and making sure that we are taking care of ourselves, I also want to touch on um, how to kind of ask people um, or approach it with people when you need to talk, when you need to um, vent when you need to, whatever it is. Um, if these are your, like, family and friends, it's really, uh, beneficial to kind of start practicing this habit, uh, which is asking if somebody has the time, the emotional space, the capacity to listen to whatever you are about to, um, tell them. And understanding that, some things that you might go through um, could potentially be triggering for other people. And so uh, somebody says they don't have the emotional, emotional capacity, then they don't. And maybe you need to find somebody else to talk to at that moment and not get mad at them. Do not get mad at them. Um, and they're also allowed to, you know, stop you in mid-vent <laughs> and let you know if their minds change about um, being able to listen. So I was in therapy yesterday and I was talking to um, my therapist about wanting to um, sort of share what was happening in my life with people close to me um, and also maintain my boundary of not trying to manage their uh, emotional reactions because I was having a difficult enough time kind of managing my own 
Um, and it's not necessarily my responsibility to manage that, although I do need to be respectful of it. Um, so she had said to me, and this is something that, you know, I know in my rational brain, but sometimes when I'm emotionally all over the place, I don't remember. And so she told me, you know, whoever I was going to talk to, um, she said to let them know that I want to like unpack something and wanted to check in to see if, uh, you have the emotional capacity for me today, and if so, when is a good time? Um, and I think that's a good way to ask people um, if they're open to it. Um, you can also call them and and say, like, hey, I kind of need somebody to talk to. Um, can that be you? And do you have the um, space to kind of hear what I have to say? Um, and like I said before, if they don't, um, if they're able to articulate that to you, then um, that's okay. And you can let them know, like, hey, I definitely understand. Thank you anyway. Um, I hope that you're doing well and we'll, you know, connect soon or whatever it needs to be. But always ask people if they have the space to listen to the things that you want to unpack. Um and I think that also puts the responsibility on you to respect other people's boundaries because some people, for whatever reason, may have difficulty telling you no. And I think that if we can take the responsibility to ask them if they have the space, it's much easier for them to be like, oh, well, actually, you know, X, Y, and Z, and I can't, or I'm not right now, or whatever it might be. So um, I think asking is a great way to kind of broach those conversations. All right. So <laughs> getting into the little vent session, um, I am not a manager. I am not a supervisor. I do not own a business. I am not in charge of things. Um, I am not in that sort of, um, like role of authority, but I do have a bit of advice for people who are, or who are thinking about it, or who maybe were before, um, Above all else, please, for the love of God, care about the well-being of the people who work for you, the people who are below you, the people who work beside you, um, about the people who are uh, involved in whichever um, like business or organization that you are in charge of. Um, Whenever you take on the responsibility of being supervisor, manager, um, whatever it might be in that higher position, please do not lose sight of what employees need to feel appreciated, to feel valued, to feel safe, um, to respect you, because the trust of employees can be lost very quickly. And then it's hard to maintain morale. Um, it's hard to uh, increase productivity. It's really hard to um, have success if your employees do not feel valued. And I'm not sure where things get lost or why people forget 
<laughs> that others need to feel valued. Um, but be aware of this. Do whatever it is you need to do to maintain that awareness. Um, take trainings, have meetings, make those connections, be available. Um, because if you lose sight of that, you're going to lose a lot more than just like happy employees. Um, and it, it's not, um, whew, I don't know. I can't even get my words together. Um, I'm still pretty angry about the way that I was treated and, um, the lack of compassion and empathy that people in leadership roles have had. Um, very angry actually. And I love my job, as I stated at the beginning of this episode. I love my job like I love and care for the people around me. Um, I absolutely adore what I do, but when you don't work for people who support you, it's really hard to maintain that positivity. It's really hard to say, yes, I'm going to show up today and I'm going to go above and beyond for um, those people who I work for and I'm going to willingly kind of participate in what they are asking of me. It's really, really difficult to maintain that attitude when you don't feel safe with the people you work for. And um, if this hasn't happened to you, like, I'm very happy, um, just pay attention, though, um, because it could be happening to people around you, and that's just a very big indication of uh, what it will look like if something does happen to you when you're in that position where you need to feel supported and you need to feel safe and acknowledged and whatever it is. Um, another tip for uh, people in like higher authority roles. Uh, I don't know if this is required in your degree or in your training, but um, take a psychology course. Just, you know, just go and um, take a course, invest in yourself and in your business in this way as well, because it will really help you to understand how to deal with people. Um, it will really broaden your um, knowledge and your skills, I promise. Um, I know people nowadays are kind of saying like, oh, everyone's so sensitive and everyone needs a safe space and blah, 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 blah. But yes, um, <laughs> that is true. People do need to feel safe and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't feel like we need to bash people for needing to feel safe. That's crazy to me. Um, but everybody has been through things, even you. Every, not everybody um, has, you know, diagnosable trauma, but there are things that um, trigger people and people can also be um, traumatized on the job. And I think that you should be ready to, um, at the very least, not re-traumatize them and um, be able to demonstrate some empathy and compassion. So 
please, um, whatever you do, if you're going to be in charge of people in any way, learn about these things, learn about how people operate, really take the time to invest in this part of your business or your organization, um, and genuinely do it, uh, because it is very impactful and you can lose the trust of your employees or coworkers in an instant and, Um, I don't want to see that happen to anybody, uh, but it does happen and it has happened, uh, right before my eyes. Honestly, it had been sort of happening, but yesterday for me was, uh, the last straw and, um, it really is one of the reasons why I'm taking a mental health day today so I can, uh, get my mind right and figure out what I'm going to do. Um, another thing... Uh, and this is just coming from my own personal experience, Um, when somebody tells you, like somebody that works for you or whatever, when they tell you that they didn't appreciate the way you went about something, I think it's really your responsibility to hear them out, uh, even if you don't agree. And so with my situation, uh, I plan to have a debrief um, with this person as well as other people um, to address how things were handled and to help them to understand that this is not something that is acceptable. Um, and I really expect to be, um, acknowledged and at least heard within that, um, within that like space, within that session, debrief session. Um, I don't know how it's going to go and frankly, I'm very nervous about it. Um, I don't necessarily enjoy confrontation, especially when I am confronting superiors, um, but it has to happen, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, so, yeah, that is my, that is my venting, and I think it was, you know, more controlled (laughs) than I had expected it to be. Um, I hope that through this episode you guys have, um, at least got something from it, um, about taking care of yourself, about, um, kind of gaining awareness when it comes to, uh, your own stuff that you got going on, uh, so that you can manage that, um, while also managing your professional life. I hope people who are in, um, like authority roles within businesses or organizations, um, got a little bit of perspective from an employee, (laughs) um, and can take that and apply that however you deem necessary within your own role. Um, I appreciate you guys for listening. I hope that you all have a wonderful rest of your day. I think I'm gonna go for a walk. That sounds wonderful. (laughs) Um, and I'm just going to continue to love myself today, um, nurture myself, and tomorrow will be a new day. So again, thank you guys for listening. I know this was a short episode, but I'll be back. Um, have a wonderful rest of your day, and until next time, see you later.